0: Welcome to Radio Rehab. We are a daily show where I have a guest co-host on with me for the entire week and we talk about our experiences in recovery. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have a topic. If you have a topic you would like to hear discussed, or if you would like to be on the show, you can email radiorehab at gotoproductions.com. That's G-O-T-O productions.com. You can also call or text 415-496-9511. And on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's at Dana. And you can also go to radio.rehab. Today, my guest co-host Ben and I discuss gratitude, or ungratitude, if you will. Welcome
1: to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys.
0: Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host Dana here in studio with producer Shar and our guest co-host for the entire week, Ben. Welcome back, Ben.
1: Hey Dana, thanks. I got a great <laughs> night's sleep.
0: <laughs> here in the studio, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we weren't going to talk about that. So, no, what we're going to talk about today is gratitude. And the reason we're going to talk about gratitude is because Ben has a really funny thought on gratitude. You were telling me that you, because right now Ben has, you can't see these, we'll take a picture of them and post them on the website. There's this picture, I mean, there's these a stack of these like little pictures of beautiful areas that are like, what are these pictures from?
1: Uh, I, I think they're all from Europe.
0: Yeah, they're from Europe and they're very old, but they're very cool. Like I have one of like the Swiss Alps, and they're small. They're little cards, and Ben, instead of doing a gratitude list, used to m- give somebody a card. Is that right? Yeah. Telling them what what about them you're grateful for. Right. But so the way you described it earlier, when you said the reason you don't do gratitude list, tell that story because I think that's funny. Uh
1: doing a gratitude list so like a gratitude list is supposed to put me in this state of gratitude right in order to write one write one I have to think about all the things I'm not grateful for and like switch it around you know like well I'm not grateful for where I live but I am right (laughs) right you know I'm supposed to be yeah I'm supposed to I don't really love this exactly but I should be grateful for it Right. You know, so anyway, so you start start writing this list and it's just like it doesn't work for me, you know, uh-huh. because I have to think because I'm just, you know, when when I feel the need to write a gratitude list, I'm not fucking happy. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not I'm not in the mood. I don't you know. And, and so it for me, it just didn't work. It works for a lot of people I hear about, you know, but I'm just my life's not all candy canes and lollipops. Uh-huh. You know, um, if I'm in a great mood, I could write a gratitude list a mile long. Uh-huh. But when I feel like I need to write one, I'm in the shits
0: which is usually when we're told the right one, right? Yeah.
1: So, you know, so writing a gratitude list for me uh, is uh a, a just it, yeah, it's like I have to live in a I have to live in an emotional state of being ungrateful in order to remind myself what I'm grateful for, and when it's all said and done, I don't feel any better. <laughs> so, what I started doing, what I noticed is that I I particularly, I like to write, okay? And um uh what I started doing And I don't know how this started exactly. I think it was a thank you note for uh, like a lot of miracles have happened in this program for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and mostly, you know, when we talk about higher powers and stuff like that. I'm not a zealot and I'm not a religious person at all. But if there is a higher power, you know, who I talk to all the time. uh, He doesn't just like or she or Bob or whatever he is. (laughs) Right. All right. Doesn't come down in a flash of light and, you know you know shows himself to me and gives me money and helps me out or gives me a job or gives me some advice it never happens like that but other people do you know like so my higher power talks through other people Uh and so the way this started was that somebody had done me a solid and uh, I didn't I didn't have the means to repay them Uh, and so I thought the least the least I could do is write them a thank-you card and so I wrote them a thank-you card and when I did it, you know, I said, you know, thanks for this. And, but then, you you know, thanks for doing what you did really appreciate it. But then I started thinking about the other things that I'd learned from this person over the time that I've been, you know, going to the rooms and, you know, stuff like things they share, like I started really thinking about what they would say and, you know, concepts like acceptance and tolerance and humility, um, would come through their stories hmm. You know, and I didn't realize this, that this is not something I could have done in my first three or three to six months of for me of sobriety. Oh, well, yeah. Couldn't have done it. Um, but I didn't try it either. But when anyway, what I've learned in this program is when the time is right, it'll happen, you know. And so when I started doing this, um, I realized, like, I got this. For me, spirituality is a big, big time, and a belief in a higher power, and all that stuff. It, for me, it's an emotional state. You know, uh, it's uh, for me. I realize that um, you know when everything gets brighter, and all the ducks fall into a row, and I'm I realize that for me, it's my emotions kind of getting in line, like it's a happiness. Weird. And so when I started writing these letters of gratitude, um, that feeling would well up in me, sometimes even to the point of happy tears, which is kind of weird, but it like would happen. Like you're so
0: grateful that you just feel like... Yeah, like, yeah.
1: like I, as I'm writing this thing, and I'm thinking about all they've done for me, uh, you know, and, and what I've learned from them. Because to me, truly, the most valuable thing I can I can ever acquire in life is is, is knowledge, is a way to live happy, you know. Um, and uh, these people in these rooms have done that for me, you know, and they, they've never told me, they've never pushed me, they've shown me. Uh, how to do it? Uh, just you know, by listening to their stories mm-hmm. um, and what they go through on a day-to-day life. I didn't know how to live sober. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't think I could do it. And uh, you know, and so these people, I'm forever grateful. You know, the the fellowship I belong to. I don't think I could have gotten sober anywhere else. I really don't. I mean, I realize that I got sober where I got sober. Right. It is what it is. But. I really, really appreciate all of the people you know that have been able that have touched me in my life. You know that I—I mean, I laid—I walked through that door and just laid my life down. I didn't fight anything. I just—I just had to get sober. And these people picked me up. You know, I've never had that happen before in my life. So writing these letters of gratitude for me is a—it's a game changer. On a bad day, it's a fucking game changer. Um, It just takes one person. I don't have to write a list. I don't have to think about all that's bad in my life all I have to think about is the good that someone has brought to mine. put it down I guess writing it is you know some people say journaling is a big thing so maybe I, I don't understand all this stuff I don't understand how it works but I know if I keep plugging away at it and keep trying new things that eventually I'm going to find what works and for me you know the letters of gratitude work
0: That's great. I mean, I've never I'd never heard of that before I met you. You're the first person I know that ever talked about doing gratitude letters to people. I'd only heard about, you know, there's like gratitude lists and God boxes and things like that. And I mean, I get those things. of, I've had so many God boxes in my life that I've maybe put one thing in and then never used again. Um, the only reason this is what I, this is the way I'm able to do gratitude lists is because somebody who has a ton of time, she's got like 31 years of sobriety, sends me her gratitude lists every so often. And I have to respond with mine, but the, and I'm always like, God, if you know what, if it weren't for her, I would not be thinking about what I'm grateful for right now. That's true. You know, if it weren't for her sending me in like, you know, the way she writes, cause like at first I think, um... I said one time as a joke because I wasn't feeling grateful about anything, but I had not been assaulted that day, so I said, "I said I'm really grateful that nobody hit me over the head with a sack of oranges today. That's what I'm grateful for because that didn't happen. So yay, <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Yeah. Like, because that's like all I could be excited about right. was like, oh, nobody stabbed me in the eye. So I mean, but now it's like I've I've warmed up to the gratitude list. It's like, but I do feel like I repeat myself a lot. Like I'm always grateful for my cats. <laughs> you know, like I'm right. always grateful. For animals and right. like, I'm always grateful that I still have you know um, my grandmother to call at night. She's still here, right? Th- I mean, th- but those are things that I'm really grateful for.
1: Yeah, I had a guy, you know, I that th- those are things to be grateful for. In fact, you know, I was I used to I was complaining one day at a meeting and uh, and, and about uh, my mom, you know, how she's driving me absolutely back shit crazy, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know, I had this older guy, you know, with a bunch of years, tell me, you know. Then do not you shut the fuck up? Because one day, <laughs> one day she'll be gone.
0: Exactly.
1: One day she'll be gone, and you're gonna you you will miss her. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that day, like it's not a it's not like a novel thought. I mean, we I I get that, but on that day, my mind and my heart was open, and I heard it. You know, and she still drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realize, you know, that I love her, and I've only got today, right? You know, I've only got today to deal with my life, so. That keeps things in perspective too. Oh, and the thing about gratitude lists—I don't think—I don't think I've ever heard of a guy said he do, actually does one. I think that's a girl thing.
0: You know what? That might be true. That totally might be true. I wouldn't argue with that. I, you know, yeah. when I think gratitude lists, and I think where am I hearing that? It's at women's meetings.
1: Yeah, all these. Yeah, but I guess I
0: just assume that they talk about it at men's meetings I, too.
1: No, we don't talk about gratitude lists.
0: Men are, men are so much like the way that you guys call each other on your shit is so different than the way the women do it. It is so interesting to watch the difference between the way men interact with each other at men's meetings. Not that I've been in a men's meeting spying. Did we swear you
1: in as a little sister? How did that work?
0: It could happen. No, but I mean... Maybe I left a recording device in the room. I don't know. I didn't. That's I didn't. creepy. No, I know that it would be totally creepy and weird and wrong. And I never did that. But no, I mean, I just watched the way women are with each other about like, no, cry more. I'm here for you. And men are like,
1: yeah. you put up. your bitch
0: in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. Stop your complaining. Right. Exactly. Yeah, It's a lot. It, it's different. Like that. I go to a lot of mixed meetings. So I, I get to, you know, and a lot of the pe- a lot a lot of the greatest, better things I've heard. Um it's good to go to a mixed meeting. First met closed men's meeting I went to. They're good too cuz you can let them out but I was actually allowed to sit in on a women's meeting in very my first uh, I think second month of sobriety. Yeah, I walked in there were only three ladies there. I didn't know what I was doing. I just I thought there was a, I thought it was a Thursday night meeting. I thought it was a, just an open meeting. And they all looked at each other and go, "Well, do you think he could stay?" And I thought they were joking.
0: Wow, that's funny. Yeah, but funny. They let me stay. Because I've watched dudes get turned around. There's always like the, the the gatekeeper the guard dog one who's like nope. this is a women's meeting you know right. and then some there's and then you watch you watch how everybody's ism comes out then the codependent goes and grabs the yeah. schedule and chases after the guy Well, right. oh, let me tell you where you can find a men's meeting <laughs> and, then, and then somebody else runs out to make sure he's okay i hope he doesn't drink over it it's funny you get to watch everybody's shit come up <laughs> well we
1: always try to get girls to come to the men's meetings but it, it really it doesn't work out
0: well actually i was i was at a rehab um called Cry Help when I was, like, 21 years old. And uh, I was the only one, I think, in there that still had a driver's license that was valid. So I had to drive all of us to um, a meeting because we went to outside meetings. And the meeting that we were told to go to that was chosen was a uh, gay men's meeting. And this is us, a group of women. But they knew we were from Cry Help because you could tell by looking at us. And, And, like, we walk in and they let us stay. But that's the only time I've heard of that happening. I mean, they they let like a carload of like what, 10 or 12 girls, you know, stay for the meeting. So but, yeah, I've never, I've actually never shown up. and I've shown up at Spanish-speaking meetings mm-hmm. and have been too embarrassed to walk out. So I have sat there through the meeting going, I'm just going to figure this out. I took Spanish in school. <laughs> like, oh, well. I'm going to figure it out. And, so, and I'm like, no, no, this is, they're like, are you looking for the English-speaking meeting? It's like, <laughs> God forbid I embarrass myself and say I made a mistake. I'm like, no, 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 this is totally the one I'm looking for.
1: You said that in the Spanish? Lo-
0: no, I was like <laughs> I no, I probably said it very badly because my Spanish sucks. I can but I can understand Spanish mm. completely like but but my speaking is just mm. it leaves something to be desired. I can be like, "Oh, estudiaste español, para ocho años." But <laughs> then I can't say anything after that. But boy can I buy drugs. Yeah, so the I hand, yeah, I can buy in, drugs in, in any Mexico? language. Oh god, yeah, in Mexico. Yeah, I can easy. get needles, I can get that's, the whole thing.
1: That's true. You know, one time I was in Mexico. Do I have time?
0: Okay. You have like one minute.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm in Mexico. I'm in Juarez, right? I'm working. I'm on a project down there, and the guy wants to buy some weed. So he sends me out with $20. I jump in a cab, and I ask him, I need to tell the cab driver I need to buy some weed. And he drives me over to this little barrio, and you give him the 20 bucks, and he goes out, and he comes back with a Safeway, like a paper Safeway bag of weed, right? Uh-huh. And, he, and he gives me $10 back. This is the cab driver, right? So I've got, cost me $10. So I take three, and I try to give it back to him. You know, because I don't want to get caught. I couldn't believe $10 buys a Safeway bag of weed. Right. And, you know, and so I took what I wanted off the top and I tried to give it back to him. And he's like, no, no, no. Insisting. I'm like, dude, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm like, in Mexico, you know? Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. Not to drive by weed. Anyway. Yeah. That's yeah. In Spanish. So. The,
0: the, the, we, we can still learn when we're out there drinking and using. We can learn other languages. Dude, I could learn. I mean, I could, I swear to God, I could learn to moonwalk if it, if I had to do it for drugs. You know, like, I could learn anything if I had to do it for drugs. That's what happens because we're addicts. We will be back uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow uh, is Friday, so it's going to be the end of my run episode. If you would like to email us, it's Rehab at gotoproductions.com. That's G-O-T-O-Productions.com. You can also call us or text us at 415-496-9511. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's at radiorehabdana. And you can also go to radio.rehab and read the blogs. We will be back again tomorrow. We'll see you then. with More with Ben. Keep coming back.
1: Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll